0: Hello and welcome to episode number two of Confessions of a Virtual Boss. As always, this is your host, Michael Brody, and let me say I am delighted to have you back for the second episode of the show. Episode 1, as you all know, was crazy and, and super fun. We dived into what being a virtual boss was, and we also we chatted about how this whole show what you know what this whole show is about. And of course, we discuss some ideas on how you can free up your time, escape the nine to five, and embrace the virtual boss lifestyle. Whether that's to blow your business up to the next level, or some people, you know, to get your life back and and outsource the things you no longer want to do. Outsource the things out your life that, you know, you don't want to do or you suck at. Today, episode two, well, we're going to really dive into some specifics, when it comes to outsourcing to the Philippines and hiring virtual assistants or VAs or virtual staff, whatever we want to call it, guys based in the Philippines who are home-based or office-based and not location-dependent. And let me say this, this does not just apply to the Philippines. The Philippines might well be where my expertise lies, but wherever in the world you're outsourcing to or wherever in the, the world you're based, this podcast show, this episode applies to everybody. When hiring remote workers of the VAs, you're going to be faced with some specific questions that only you can answer. Yeah, I can ask the questions and I can challenge you to, to, to come up with, you know, answers to these questions, but ultimately only you can answer the question. But don't worry, Michael Brody is here. Da-da-da! <laughs> you know, like one of those Superman movies. I'm just joking, by the way. I do not wear a red cape. I am not into that kind of thing. (laughs) But seriously, it's really not that hard to do. And it's all pretty easy, despite all the, you know, all the things that appear on the internet. And I'm going to break it down for you today, and I'm going to let you start asking those questions. And as always, I'm going to throw my opinion in, which is controversial as always, but damn it, I'm going to throw that opinion in and you, you, you'll either agree or disagree with me, but at least it gets us all thinking, which in challenging our, you, know, convention, you know, conventionalism, that's ultimately what this is, this is about. It's about you asking more questions and really challenging what it is you want out of life and what it is you want in terms of being a virtual boss and, and embracing the virtual lifestyle. So first question is, of course, why do you want to hire virtual assistants or why do you want to build a remote team? why think about it real hard and ask yourself that question the second question of course is what's your goal for the business and what's your goal for your life what life do you want to create do you want more flexibility do you want to be able to go you know let's say to your kids games school games or football games or or sports games in the mornings do you want that flexibility do you want to be able to golf in the afternoons every day do you want to be able to work from a laptop? Do you want to blow your business up? You want to really just you want to work 15 hour days, but you wanna you wanna bring in the team, low cost, high skill, that are gonna give you those, you know, those tools and skills to be able to grow your business and take it to the next level. Do you wanna increase the bottom line? Do you wanna make more money? I think most people do. Maybe that's your prime motivation. Or maybe you wanna make more money, you want to work hard, but you also wanna have that flexibility where if you wanna just turn it off or turn it on, in terms of what you're doing from a productivity level, from a working or business productivity level, you have that option to be able to turn it on and off, let's say you want to take a cruise, you can take the cruise, as long as you can keep in contact with your guys, or maybe you can, you can create a system where you can outsource that as well, have some a management in place, it's easy enough to do, it's not difficult, I think at times we maybe you know the whole remote thing we, we create these like oh man what's gonna happen what about if the guy the whole thing shuts down i can't you know the guy's not in 10 meters of me i can't tap him on the shoulder i mean come on i mean we've all been in these offices i mean look, just take a sales office for example most you know not all but let's say most sales offices the guys sit around they, they you know they schlep around the office they have a coffee they have two coffees they read the paper they have three coffees they read a, a motivational book you know, they then get another coffee. They they then talk it out between the sales team. You know, really get ideas flowing. Then they practice the script, really practice the script. I know they've been there for five, ten, years, you know, five or six years, but you know, just get the script that little bit better. Then they do the whole motivational thing. After that, probably another coffee. You have a lunch time. Maybe grab a, a coffee after that. And then they'll probably do an hour of calls. And then the day's over. You know, let's you know power down. Get ready for tomorrow. I'm not saying that's at every office, but I'm just saying that, you know, we really got to embrace this is 2017. We're not in the industrial age anymore. It's about using what's available to, to, to create the life you want. You're listening to this podcast because it's obviously something that you want to do in your life. You wouldn't be listening to Michael Brody, the virtual boss. You wouldn't be listening to Confessions of a Virtual Boss. You certainly wouldn't be listening to episode number two if it wasn't something that you were interested in doing or something you wanted to learn how to do or or at least, you know, embrace or, or if you're curious about it. So we know all that. We know all that. So when you Google virtual assistants in the Philippines, most of you have Googled already. Outsource to the Philippines. Hire a VA in the Philippines. How much does a VA cost in the Philippines? How do I outsourced to the Philippines, you've all asked these questions or similar ones, and here's what you're going to face or here's what you've already faced you're going to be bombarded with hundreds of companies offering you the service, of course these companies will offer recruitment expertise, these companies will screen the candidates for you these companies will promise you the earth, and of course they'll keep you from the jungle of bad employees they of course have the magic touch bullshit Absolute bullshit. Now here's the thing. This is super, super important. Would you hire a recruitment company? Would you hire a headhunter back home to hire a local employee? I'm not talking about headhunting a CEO for Walmart here. I'm not talking about finding a replacement for Mark Zuckerberg. I'm talking about regular folk and entrepreneurs who are living the hustle, who are in it every day. I'm talking about small and medium businesses. Would you, and startup businesses as well, by the way, would you pay a recruiter thousands to hire you, your employee? If the answer is yes, you would. You say, Mike, Michael, every time I would hire a recruiter, it's just the whole way we do business, we've done for years, it works. Then use a recruiter. If you're getting results, use a recruiter. However, if you're like 98% of business owners out there and you would never in a million years hire a local recruiter, then why use one in the Philippines? Don't let people sell you on this hype and fear. If you wouldn't be sold on that hype and fear back in the US or the UK or Australia or Singapore, wherever you, you are, you're based and listening to this, then why do it for the Philippines? Why pay $500 or $1,000 or two, 3000 bucks in recruitment fees for something you can do yourself? Keep the fee. Add it to your profits. It's better in your pocket than somebody else's, trust me. And if you really don't want to keep on to that money, I mean, let's say you really just want to give money away. Give me a call. I'll give you my number. Give me a call and you can just give me what you want. It's a joke, by the way. But seriously, I mean, you know, keep on to it. Everybody at every angle in business is going to be trying to get something out of you, whether it's a digital marketing tool, whether it's a recruitment fee, whether it's sales expertise, whatever it is. And some things are really valuable. Trust me, some some things really are valuable. I've I've bought some things, um, you know, and I I continue to buy things or invest in things, should I say, such as marketing tools. I, I bought some great books, some sales material and it's all real good some but you have to you have to be careful you have to choose where you want to invest where it's going to bring the value you've got to look at the return on investment and for me the, the recruitment side of things doesn't provide that return on investment it never has in the uk I've tried it in the past been freaking frustrated and i've tried it in the philippines as well before we created virtualstaff.ph I tried all these methods. That was the basis of creating the business in the first place. The reason why we created this platform was out of sheer frustration. If you need to hire someone, you can go to virtualstaff.ph. You don't need to pay recruitment fees. I mean, if you can't see past the bullshit on the interview process, then how the hell are you going to be able to work with them as part of your team? How are you going to be able to integrate with them? Why not, you know... Why not set up a, a two-part recruitment process? Or why not just set some tasks? Why not put them on a day's trial? Whatever it is, but there's so many things you can do to make sure that you're going to hire the best candidate. You don't need to pay these recruitment firms hundreds of pounds, thousands of pounds, thousands of dollars, whatever, it, whatever currency you know, you're used to, to knowing. Okay, so my rant about the recruitment companies is over for now. And it's not a rant as such. I just get annoyed because so many people have told me, in my speaking engagements, and through email, that they get got duped into paying these big fees. They had bad experiences, and I'm I'm not against it. Okay, let me make this clear. I'm an entrepreneur, as most of you know. I've been involved in a lot of businesses, the retail companies, the obviously you know virtualstaff.ph, other you know business, property, different things. And if these companies are making money. And I can, show, I can assure you they are. In fact, many are making some very impressive figures. There's, you know, there's a lot of companies out here, you know, big call centers, and they're making good money. Trust me, they're making good money. Then good luck to them, and good luck to the CEOs and the founders who created them. However, I'm also not here to champion them. I'm not a mascot, for Christ's sake. I'm here, and the whole purpose of my life right now, and being the virtual boss, is to accomplish three things. I have three goals what I want to accomplish and what I'm currently in the process of accomplishing. The number 1 is to help as many people as possible avoid making my mistakes when I first began outsourcing. I have tried every method going. I have tried everything possible when it comes to outsourcing or hiring VAs and I mean every option. Seriously, every option. And I want to share all those experiences with you throughout this series. And I want to, you know, give you my experience on using each. But I'm never going to tell you, this is just to make this clear, I'm never going to tell you what to do. I'm never going to say this is wrong, this is right. I'm just going to give you, based on my experience and off the experience of people I've talked to. And then you can make your own informed decision, do your own research, and then decide what's going to be best for you and your company. Because ultimately it's about you. It's about your business growing. It's about you becoming, you know, creating this virtual life that you want to create. Everybody wants to do it differently. So this is just going to be my opinions. So number two, live life totally on my terms. I want to help as many people as possible do the same. I want to help people live this virtual boss lifestyle and create the life that they want to create, not the life that society has dictated them to live. And you do have a choice and you do have the options to do this. Very, very, you know, I didn't think so, going back six, seven years, but trust me, I've done it, and I I, I can assure you, it's really not as difficult, and it's not difficult. It's just, it just takes that, you know, it it takes that ignition in your mind to be able to know that this is possible. In this podcast series, in my website, michaelbrody.net, and everything I stand for, on Twitter as well, the is is all is all about giving you these options. It's about showing you how it's done. It's showing you how I do it, and seeing if you can do the same. And everybody, as I say, is going to have different goals. And if okay, and number three, number three is to continue to grow virtualstaff.ph. That's my third goal. I, on that note, when you visit virtualstaff.ph, by the way, the, the .ph, if you're curious, stands for Philippines. So it's virtualstaff.ph. Send me over a message on Twitter at the virtual Boss, and let me know what you think of the platform. And if I can personally help you in any way whatsoever, then I'll do my best to make it happen. I'm involved. I handle all my social accounts because I think it's super important to be, you know, to, to bring the value that only I can bring in terms of the experience side of things. Um, I outsource everything, you know, that is repetitive and I outsource everything that, and my VAs do everything that I don't want to do. But I love doing this. I love the show. I love the Twitter. I love, um, you know, I love creating. I create a lot of personal blogs and a lot of content, and I just love doing it. So all that's going to be personable, and you can get me on Twitter, so feel free to do. Just tell me what you think of the site, virtualstaff.ph, and any, you know, give me ideas. We're all growing together. We all want to improve, and the, the platform was created out of my own frustration, and it's then went on to help thousands of business owners and entrepreneurs do the same. And we want to continuously refine it. We're continuously looking to improve it. We're doing you know extremely well, but we want to do a lot better. We want to you know really blow it up where we can literally help hundreds of thousands of people. There's the potential to do that. And so give me your thoughts on that. Tweet me. And, okay, let's get back to the juicy action part of the show. You want to outsource to the Philippines and you want to hire VAs. Here are all your three options. You have three options. Firstly, the BPO companies. Use a company that has an office. The employee will you know, report to the office and you'll pay the company, the worker's salary, plus a monthly management fee. This option can be good. If you want to hire a large team, 20, 30, 40, 50 plus call center agents specializing in one campaign it can be good because the team are all together and it's a crazy high turnover industry in terms of people going AWOL leaving being 500 performance not hitting targets as you know it's the same in the united states it's the same in britain it's the same anywhere else in the world telemarketing in particular is like that so maybe you want to use a bpo company if you're going to be turning staff over on a weekly basis and you're going to have a lot of people to manage, maybe, maybe it's worth the cost. You have two big costs to look out for if you want to go down this BPO, business process outsourcing route. Firstly, the monthly management fee is usually about $200 to $300 per agent. $200 minimum, based on my experience. So if you have 25 guys in your team, this could cost you an extra $5,000 a month. So it's an extra $60,000 a year you're paying. Do you need that cost, or you're better off having somebody back home who's an expert, or maybe you yourself and train staff. Maybe have your own team back home, and you're looking to add extra agents. In which case, you could have you know your marketing manager, your your training manager, back in your home country, do the training for this remotely using you know uh, video monitor, video uh, software, video call software. But that's an option. Secondly, this is the one you've really got to look out for. The ones with the management costs are pretty transparent. And I've, I've, you know, I've had some mixed experiences, but, you know, companies, some companies do well doing that if it's, you know, for a telemarketing campaign. But this is, this is like the, the, the devil in the outsourcing industry, okay? The companies who charge you unscrupulously and they charge you a salary markup without you knowing, they will bill you the worker's salary at, say, $10 or $12 an hour. I've seen some even bill clients for $15 and $16 an hour. And clients are paying it. But I'm assuming they're paying it because they either buy into the crap, the bullshit, that they're getting the superior talent. It's not true. It really isn't. And then they pay the worker 4 or $5 an hour, and they keep the difference. So you're paying you know, $12 an hour, and the worker's getting $4, and the company is, is earning $8. This is perfectly legal. And it happens all the time. It happens in the UK, the US. It's called placement-style recruiting. There's many companies, recruitment companies back home around the world, especially, who do the same thing. But it's just not something I promote because, as I've told you in the first episode, I'm about cutting the cost to the bare bone while not compromising quality. That is what I'm all about. It's what I believe business is about. I think, you know, I think it's super important. Next option is what I touched on earlier. The recruitment companies or staff finders. These companies can provide a good service. I have absolutely nothing against the recruitment industry. It might sound like I do, but I don't. I have friends in the recruitment industry, very nice people. However, I don't think most people need it. Staff-finding companies in the Philippines charge in excess of $500, sometimes upwards of $1,000 per employee. And if you really want to narrow it down to the best candidates, they promise you the best three candidates. It takes them maybe an hour to do, two hours tops. All they do is they look on job sites like virtualstaff.ph, they pick a few candidates, they, they, go, they go through, and they've got somebody on a 20000 a month salary, $20,000 pesos, like $400 a month salary. And they, um, they just, that's all they do. It takes them a couple hours. Then they give you the three candidates and you pay them like the $1,000 fee. If you really want to narrow it down to the best candidates, just use the criteria selection on virtualstaff.ph because it's free. Narrow down to the best three candidates yourself for free. The third option you have is using virtualstaff.ph. Obviously, I'm going to favor this one because I'm the CEO, it's my baby. Plus, I built it based on being frustrated with the above options. And I'm not Gerald Ratner, yeah? I'm not going to compare our company to a Marks & Spencer sandwich. <laughs> and if, you, if you've not heard of Gerald Ratner, Google Gerald Ratner speech and you'll, you'll see what I mean with that reference. It's a great one if you want to destroy your business. Copy Gerald Ratner. <laughs> okay, so check out the three options. See what works best for you. And feel free to send me a message on Twitter. Again my Twitter is at the virtual boss. I handle my own Twitter account as I mentioned earlier. So you'll be getting a reply from me. It's one thing I don't outsource because as I you know, again, as I mentioned earlier, it's super important and I, I say this for you yourself as well, if you're a business and if you're building a brand, anything like that, it's super important to connect with people on a human level because the world today is so digitally intense and we're being bombarded with click and bait and all these different strategies to get you to click. I mean, all these gurus. My Facebook, my personal Facebook, is literally bombarded every day with these sponsored ads about gurus. I, I mean, I'm sure there was a guru to show me how to wipe my ass the other day. I'm, I'm sure somebody was trying to sell a course on that. You know? <laughs> so be personable and, and tweet me at, at the virtual boss, um, and I'll, I'll be able to give you my thoughts and any, any tips or anything you want. Okay, so thanks again for listening to the show. It's been a little short today, but check out episode three. We're going to dive into the specifics of which roles you can hire VAs to do. We're also going to touch down on how to design the life you want. You know, how to create that virtual life you want. What is it you want? And we'll we'll do that together. I'll ask you questions again, back and forth. Similar kind of style. Plus, I'm going to pack in some extra tips about whatever pops into my mind when recording the show which can be quite random, anything you want me to cover as well, specifically on an episode of Confessions of a Virtual Boss, please tweet me, and I'll be more than happy to include it in the show, and of course, I'll give you a personal shout out as well, give me your name and company name, and I'll give you a shout out out on the show, have a great day, and I will see you on episode three of Confessions of a Virtual Boss, good luck, good day, and see you on the next episode.